Hello, everyone. This is Zenja Glass with Unlocking Greatness Podcast. I want to talk about something pretty deep. I want to talk about are you willing to go deeper? Are you willing to do it again? I know so many of you have tried things and it didn't work out. And that's even true in my own life. You know, we, we've tried things, we put forth a lot of effort, and it didn't quite pan out the way we wanted it to pan out. I've seen so many, um, I guess I should say, comments um, from you all um, just being tired. And I get it because, you know, I get tired as well. And sometimes we feel like, God, we've tried. I've done my best. I've been out here fishing all night, and I've caught no fish and now you're telling me to go back out here into the waters again. I want to I briefly cover with you all a very important um, section of the Bible in Luke chapter 5. Because this is a story, and I've been, I've been uh, reading this story over and over and over, even this morning for about an hour. Um, my minister, well not my minister, we had a guest speaker at my church that talked about Peter. And talked about um, how uh, when he was out there fishing and fishing all night and how Jesus appeared on the scene and told him to go, go deeper into the water water. And it just stuck with me. So I want to talk about this right now. So turn to Luke chapter five. Now that whole section is called the calling of the first disciples. And I want to jump right into it. But here's where I'm going with this. I'm going to give you the end before the beginning. I want to know, no matter how tired you are, or how discouraged you may be, are you willing to cast your nets again? Are you willing to go deeper? I know that you may have your nets and you may be washing them up. You know, because you've been fishing all night and you've caught absolutely nothing, which is what Peter went through. And you may be tired. You may be discouraged. You may not see the fruit from all that you've been doing. But when, when, when Jesus appears on the scene and tells him, go out deeper into the water, and he tells him to cast, uh, cast your net again, and when Peter did that, I want to talk about what happened. Now, I know we know the story in general that the nets were filled and all of that. But let's go a little bit deeper. Let's go a little bit deeper with this. And I want you to follow along with this. So in Luke chapter 5, verse 1, it says, One day as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesareth, and that's Galilee, by the way, with the people crowding around him and listening uh, to the word of God, he saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen. So just, just let's pause there for a second. The boats were left there by the fishermen. So they were, they were done. This didn't produce nothing. I've been working all these years, all this time on this, and, and, and I'm done. Anybody ever felt that way? I'm done. I don't even know what else to do. So it says, uh, uh, he saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. Washing their nets is what they did when they were done at the end of the day. You had to wash the nets and get all the debris, all of the leaves and all of that stuff out of the nets. So they were wrapping things up. Verse three, he got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. Okay, so what didn't work for Simon, Jesus got in it and began to speak and talk to the people. Just follow me on this. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, now please listen to these words, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. I'm going to pause there for a second. Why didn't he just have him put out the nets right there in the shallow waters? 
I mean, it's Jesus, so he can do whatever he want. He could even have the boat on the land if he wanted and had the fish come out and jump in the boat. Why did he say put out into deep water and let down the net? It was in shallow water. So he's telling Peter, go deeper. I'm not done. Simon answered, I'm in verse 5. Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. Let me stop there a second. He said, Master, we've worked hard all night and have not caught anything. Now, you all know when, when we read our Bible, it's not just in black and white. It really, it, it, it's so much more colorful because it relates to every area of our lives. Have you ever felt that you've worked all night? You've worked all your life. You've worked for the past couple years or several years or several months or whatever on a goal, a dream, a project or whatever. So it's not just all night. It, 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 it's sort of given almost like a symbolism of I've been working at this for a long time. I have not caught any fish. The nets are clean. I'm done. You got to keep in mind, this is what Peter did for a living. He knew how to fish. You know how to do what you do, right? Whatever it is you do, whether it's, you know, I don't know, being a graphic artist, a teacher, a I don't know, social media influencer, whatever it is you do, you know, maybe you're in the, you know, carpentry or whatever, you know how to do what you do, right? So there could be that pride there of, wait a minute, you are a carpenter. Um, how is it that you're telling me that I need to go back out here in the water when I'm experienced and I know what I'm doing and I'm letting you know there's nothing out there, there's no fish. I've, I've been fishing all night. We're tired. Peter said, Master, we, we, let, me, let me read it again. We have worked all night and haven't caught anything. Now, if that is how you feel right now, if you feel like, my goodness, I have been trying and trying and trying, and there's only been a few little fish I've caught in my net. In fact, I'm washing this net clean because it's just a wrap. <laughs> Maybe I don't know what I thought I'd know. Maybe I'm not as good as I thought I was. Maybe I'm not really cut out to do this. Maybe I'm not the one that God is going to bless. Maybe there's something wrong with me and I need to change some things because this is just not working. So, so read in between the lines. I'm going to read it again because I can do that. Verse 5, Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But... Because you say so, I will let down the nets. Because you say so, I will let down the nets. You know, that means to me, this makes no sense to me at all. It don't even make sense what you're telling me to do now. I've been working on this forever. It don't make sense what you're telling me to do. When I'm telling you I've been working hard all night and I've caught nothing. And now here you are telling me to go deeper. And he says, because you say so, he says, I'm going to do it. 
This should be encouraging you. No one should be discouraged by this message. This should be encouraging your soul right now. Because you say so, I will do it. What is it that he told him to do? Let's back up because I'm not going to rush through this. He said in verse four, when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and let down the net for a catch. He's telling him to go out into deep water and let down the net. He didn't tell him to do it in shallow water. Go deeper. It's almost as if it's an invitation from Jesus saying, come deeper with me. I know where the fruit is at. Just go deeper with me. Invest your time in me. Invest your Bible study in me. Invest your prayer in me. Go deeper with me. Follow me and I will show you the way. Go deeper. We can't stay shallow. This is not where the catch is at. I know you're tired. I know you've been working. I know it looks discouraged, but go deeper with me. I am the source. Go deeper, go deeper. And that's what he's telling them. Read in between the lines with this and read in between the lines. When Peter said, we've been working all night. We ain't caught nothing. I've been trying this on my own and I've caught nothing. And Jesus said, I know that I get it. Go deeper and then let down your nets and see what's going to happen. Oh, my God. I don't even know if I can finish this because my heart is just so filled. Verse six, when they had done so. They caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. My God, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. Now, before some of you Bible scholars jump in the comment section and say, Z, this is this whole section is about the calling of the first disciples. You know, that this, this is Jesus setting up a scene, meaning follow me and you're going to catch men. It really wasn't about catching fish. Let me just talk a little bit about this. This is a story that happened in the Bible. The Bible is used for teaching, rebuking, training, all of that. You know, everything that we read is not just black and white. We're supposed to relate this to our lives in every way. That's what makes the Bible come alive, right? So, so, so I, I want to respectfully challenge you to not just look at the black and white of the passage, but look at what it's saying. You, you, you will not catch much in shallow waters. Go deeper. Come on out here and go deeper with me. I know you're tired. I know you didn't catch nothing on your own. I know you've been trying, but I need you to go deeper. My God. Verse six, when they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat, come and help them uh, to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full, my God, that they began to sink. Now, if that doesn't remind you of how God is able to give you such a measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, you know, there's many passages about how our, our barns are going to be overflowing. You know, this this to me is what this is symbolizing. You know, it, it, it says that both boats so full that they began to sing. They didn't have room enough for all the blessings. They didn't even have room enough for it. They began to sink. When Simon Peter, when, when Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus knees and said, 
Go away from me, Lord, I'm a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And then it goes on to talk about Jesus told him, hey, don't be afraid from now. You're going to catch men. So they pulled their boats up on the shore, left everything and followed him. That's absolutely amazing. Simon says, go away from me, Lord. I'm a sinful man. Why do you think he said that? You would think he would say thank you or, um, hey, can we form a partnership here? (laughs) You know, like this kind of works. Let's 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 figure out a way to do something with it. He said he said, go away from me. I'm a sinful man. Why do you think he said that? And that's what I was thinking about this morning in my quiet time. I try to get up and I do my best to try to read my Bible and pray for at least a good hour before I get out the house. I was thinking about that. Go away from me from a sinful man. The only thing that I can do, because I'm, I'm not a licensed minister, as many of you all know, so I have to relate the Bible as, as best that God gives it to me. I put myself in that situation, and I just think, if I were to say that to Jesus in that moment, I think what would have been in my heart was, oh, my gosh, all the time I thought I could do this without your help or with a little bit of your help. I realize that when I fully obey and listen to you and when I go deep, deeper in my walk with you and I trust the vision and the direction you have for my life. Oh, my gosh, that's that's where my blessings truly are stored. Go away from me. I'm a sinful person. It's almost like, gosh, I didn't know that I repent. Oh, my goodness. There's so much about me, my pride, my arrogance, my my dependence on self. Forgive me. Go away from me. Oh, my God, I can't even be in your light right now. It's so bright because it exposes the parts in me that still needs to develop and come closer to you, Lord. So it's not really go away from me. I want nothing to do with you. It's just almost like a humbling um, response to, gosh, Jesus, you really are the answer. I'm sorry that I was dependent on me and what I thought was best. Anyway, I pray to God. Someone listens to the uh, to this message and that your heart is stirred and that your heart is encouraged, especially for those of you who have been fishing all night. And you've caught nothing. And you've been washing your nets. My God, I pray that this has encouraged you. Next time when we talk, I'm going to talk a little bit about the story of Nahum. I believe that's in Second um, Kings chapter five. Uh, And remember, Nahum, uh, this story is going to tie in very, very well. He was the one that was healed of leprosy. I'm going to get into that one uh, in another uh, lesson. I think I want to stop this one right now uh, because this is such a heavy one that I think we need to digest and we need to go back and read it over and over and over again. So my challenge for you is this. Can you get out of the shallow waters and can you go deeper and cast your nets again? And watch what God is going to do in your life. I love you all. I want you to be encouraged. Bye-bye.